0: I've shared before about that time of my life where I was somewhat suddenly awakened to the relentless love of God and uh, the many ways that changed me, changed, changed my life. Uh, but before then, there was a period where you could say I went a little bit off the tracks. Uh, at that, In that period, I, I loved parties. And uh, me and my mates would often go clubbing in Sydney, where I was living at the time, and uh, there was a, a particular club that we loved to go to. This was kind of the club, uh, had all the best DJs, and um, it was just it was the place to be, right? But unless you had connections, it was also very difficult to get into, right? Even if you went super early, like you, you needed to kind of be in the know. Uh, so usually we would be waiting for hours to get in, right? And we're in the line, long queue up George Street in Sydney, and... Um, we're hearing the music, seeing people go in. And we're like just desperate to get in there, right? And sometimes we wouldn't get in. We waited waiting for hours at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock, we're like, sorry, we're closed. <laughs> it was, as you can imagine, a little bit deflating, right? Have you ever been denied of something or access to something that you really wanted? That is the experience that Jesus is trying to provoke In in us, in this and through this gospel today, he uses the metaphor of of a a wedding feast, which really um, I think is supposed to represent the life and, and the peace and the joy that God so desperately wants to give us, right? And five of the bridesmaids get into that feast, and five of them don't. I don't want to say a lot about this gospel today. I just want to highlight two key points that Jesus is making because it kind of provides a helpful framework for what I want to reflect on. The first point is this. It is possible to miss out on what God wants to give us and, in fact, what he has already given us. It's possible to miss out on it. Just like the five bridesmaids missed out. It's a challenging point that Jesus makes here, but it's very clear. It's possible to miss out, right? That's point one. Point two is that we miss out on the feast, on the gift, on the life that God is offering if we are not prepared. Yeah? The five that made it in, they weren't extra special or extra holy or whatever. They didn't you know, have VIP badges. They were just prepared. Whereas the five that didn't make it in, they they were not prepared. They didn't have the oil. They, they weren't really committed to this bridegroom. They just kind of wanted a bit of a party, yeah. Now I, I think these five that missed out, they re- represent uh, those who might come to God for um, a favor, come to God for some particular need, but not really committed to doing life with God. You get the distinction? their their relationship with God is kind of transactional they're not real their their heart's not in it their life is still really all about them they're not living in a way that opens them up to this feast to this gift that God wants to give them see it's really important that we recognise that God is not like those security guards that wouldn't let me in the the, uh, club right? God doesn't deny us access. We deny ourselves of the access through the way we live or through the way that we don't live, right? The invitation is for, to everyone. God wants everyone in the club, everyone in the feast. The question is, are we going to live a life that opens us to that gift? Now, last week I started talking about one of the essential Spiritual practices that will open us up to this feast, to the gift of God. Yeah, remember? I was talking last week about the practice of being with our reality. It's possibly the most basic, the most fundamental, but the most powerful spiritual practice we can take up. Being with our reality. We we're reflecting last week, remember, on the, the, the uniforms, the, the personas that, that we put on, those ways that we think about ourselves or kind of project ourselves out there, yeah, out there, those, those personas, those um, projections of, of, of who we are, which are not always aligned with what's going on in here. Sometimes there's a big kind of difference between what's going on out there and what's going on in here, yeah? I'm not just talking about our social face. You know we've got a social face? We come in after mass, we're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> We're a bit more chirpy, we're a little bit more nice, except that you're extreme introverts. You don't care, do you? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about the social face, right? I'm talking about something a little bit deeper. Those particular qualities or values that we take on as a way of identifying ourselves—you know those ones. It can be so hard to see this because we, our personas, are like they become who we are, and we don't even see them anymore. It's just that's just me, right? So I want to try and offer a few more examples and share a little bit about my own my own uniform. Yeah. Um, so at some point in my life, I decided that achievement was an important thing. I don't know why, I don't know when, but it just happened, right? For as long as I remember, I've always worked hard. I've always been the kind of guy that gets the job done. I love to tick off the to-do list. Anyone like that? At the end of the day, you get that list, it's like, I feel so good. (laughs) I've developed over the years a capacity to make things happen, to build things, to grow things, yeah? And that's a great gift, isn't it? especially if you're a parish priest, (laughs) yeah, it's great. The problem is, at least the problem I've discovered, is that I can get so caught up in this achievement mode that I lose touch with what is really going on within me, what I'm experiencing, what I'm feeling, what I'm desiring, where I feel God is leading me. I lose touch with my own heart. There are so many uniforms we put on. This is just one example, right? Maybe you're not so much of an achiever, but maybe, maybe you're more of a helper. Yeah, You're everyone's best friend. You're caring. You're thoughtful. You're generous. Always willing to sacrifice yourself, put others first. You're happy to have lots of needy people around you because you love to solve people's problems. right? Maybe, maybe that's kind of one of your uniforms. Or maybe... At some stage in your life, you put on the uniform of the responsible one. I think this is typical for sort of older siblings. You're sensible. You make sure things get done in the right way, as they should be done, a bit like the Pharisees last week. you kind of always striving for the ideal. You have high expectations on yourself and on others. And if someone doesn't meet that expectation, you're quick to tell them, right? (laughs) This is how it should be done. Now, look, as I'm sure we can appreciate, many of these qualities are good, yeah? They're even holy qualities. It's, a good, it's good to do the right thing. It's good to be helpful, to sacrifice for others. It's good to work hard. The problem is that we can so easily over-identify with these qualities, with these behaviours, and we get lost in them. They become a uniform. We, we, we think that that is who we are. I'm the achiever. I'm the helpful person, I'm the principled person, I'm the creative person, etc., etc, etc. I'm the holy person. Another way of saying it is that all of these qualities that we take on are a way in which we try and do God's job and save ourselves. Yeah? Make ourselves feel acceptable and secure. Now, when we're young, for most of us, our personas they don't cause much of a problem, right? We can we can kind of just live quite happily in our persona. But from my experience, and from what I'm learning, journeying with lots of people, and understanding how we how we tend to kind of um, operate as humans, when we start hitting kind of middle age. for many of us, it starts getting really exhausting and really stressful trying to always live up to these personas. Can you experience, can you, can you relate? Yeah? They call it the midlife crisis. When suddenly we start realising that, oh my God, these uniforms, they're just not doing it for me anymore. Over time, ignoring our reality in here, can leave us feeling deeply unsatisfied. That's also when we tend to start getting a bit burnt out, a bit cynical, a bit resentful, a bit critical towards others. As I mentioned last week, the biggest problem with getting stuck up there, getting stuck in our uniforms, in our personas, is that we actually lose touch with God because God is in our reality God can't be in our kind of make-believe world. I guess he could be. God's God. But, but he's especially in our reality. Yeah? He's waiting for us there. He's loving us there. And so one of the key roles of our spiritual life is to bring into alignment uh, this um, perception of who we are with who we truly are, yeah? to, to bring it kind of, to make it one, to, to bridge that gap. The saints talk about this as the practice of humility. And I love this quote from St. Augustine, one of the great spiritual giants. He says, If you ask me which is the first virtue for a Christian, I will tell you that it is humility. If you ask me again which is the second, I will say to you it is humility. If you ask me again which is the third, I will say it is humility. And as often as you ask me this question, I shall always give you the same answer. Humility. Teresa of says that humility is simply walking in truth. Yeah? Last week I suggested one way that you can practice this humility. Remember? I spoke about identifying, trying to identify those uniforms that we put on. I'm not going to say anything more about that this week. I want to offer you another practice that you can exercise every day, if you choose to, to to, to practice humility, to walk in truth, yeah? And that is simply to pay attention to your reality. I'm gonna call this the practice of compassionate awareness. There are a few points I wanna make about this practice, yeah? The first is, to try and do it often. Yeah, the more that often that you do this practice, the more it will um, help you to grow in self-awareness. And the spiritual life is all about self-awareness. Yeah? It's all about becoming um, conscious of what's going on in you and, 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 and how God is moving in your life. Yeah, so I want to encourage you to, to if you're brave enough to take up this practice to, to do it regularly, it'll help you to become more and more aware of yourself, more and more aware of God. But this practice is really all about paying attention to what you are experiencing within, right? You might start, as you sit down, um, maybe get, grab a cup of tea or go in your prayer chair or whatever and just, and just try and think of something that's going on in your life at the moment. Maybe it's something you're struggling with. Maybe it's a, a, a strong desire in your heart. And, and just try and observe it. Just try and pay attention to it. Try and name and describe everything that is going on in you, right? What are you thinking? What are you feeling about this situation? And if you can, write it down. Writing can be really helpful, yeah? The key is to be radically honest. Be honest especially about the things that you think are unacceptable. Yeah? Yeah? The stuff that's a bit ugly, sinful, the desires that you have that perhaps, oh I shouldn't have those desires. Be, be, be really honest with yourself. Of course, honest with God. Don't filter it. Don't censor it. Don't try and fix it. Don't judge it. Just compassionately um, notice it. Yeah? Become aware of it. Here's the idea. Right, here's the point. When we bring our reality into the light, it's then that God can meet us with his compassion, yeah, with his love. And, 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 and that's how he heals us and transforms us and sets us free. That's how change happens. That's how we are converted. Remember, we're talking about like conversion of heart? That's how it happens. We can't make it happen. God does it as we bring him. The truth of who we are and we trust Him with that. That's when God can love us and, and deliver us in the most beautiful, breathtaking ways. You know, the um the greatest breakthroughs of my life, without a doubt, have come from, from naming and sitting with my most challenging reality. Yeah. And especially as I've been able to wrestle with that, often at times with a spiritual director, a pastoral carer, a counselor, that's also when I've Experience the deepest intimacy with God when I've I've allowed God to come into my reality. That's when I've heard God say things to me that I'll never ever forget. Yeah? Just a little practical note. If you're going to do this, it can be a little bit unsettling, right? Especially if you're not used to it, right? Because stuff will come up, right? Um, so it'd be good to have a spiritual director, a pastoral carer, a counsellor, someone you can talk to, yeah? If you need to kind of work through stuff, right? Just a side note. I want to finish with um, a line I heard this week which I really liked. When you know you are loved, all truth is your friend. When you know you are loved, all truth is your friend. When we don't know we are loved, it's really hard. It's almost impossible to do what I'm talking about today. It's hard to face our weakness and our failure when we're not sure that we're already held in love because it's just too vulnerable, it's too insecure, right? So that might be your first step, is to reacquaint yourself with the, the, the relentless, unconditional love of God and then, then you will be able to start to face and accept your truth and that truth will indeed set you free. Hello, Father Dan here. If this homily has been helpful, there are a few things I'd love for you to do. Firstly, subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with someone who might find it helpful. And consider also helping us to expand our mission and reach out to more people by donating at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash donate or you can click on the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much for joining us and have a blessed week.